Hello everybody and welcome to part two of Spider-Man. Almost forgot the name of the game there. And same as episode one, we have Luke. Spider-Man. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> wow. That's great. Mm -hmm. And and we have Craig. <laughs> Hello. I'm just the going to the more traditional Hello. Stanley <laughs> fan in the world. Oh yeah, a huge fan of Stanley. Um yep. Just <laughs> love the love the guy. <laughs> Alright, so right off the bat, remember the proverbial spider gloves are off. We are gonna pretty much spoil everything rotten. And as a matter of fact, we're going to spoil it right now by saying Spider-Man dies in the end. Dun, 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 dun. All right, so to you, Craig, the yes. cast of characters that is on parade here meant absolutely uh -huh. nothing. It almost meant nothing had I not known of the existence of Dr. Octopus, so I managed to piece that together about halfway through Act 2. <laughs> I, and then, because I realised that it, Dr. Octavius had oct, and then I noticed in the lab he had a picture of, um, you know, um, a traditional kind of like man with his arms out type thing. Like the Leonardo da Vinci, what do you call it? The, the man with the, in the wheel. I'm, I'm just going to let you sputter for a while. That was so awful. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, but it had eight arms, and then it was like, oh, he must turn into Dr. Octopus. Um, other than that, I no, I had to text you, and I was like, "Why does it, does this? Who's what was it? I text you about Mary Jane, thingy, my Bobby. I was like, "Who is this? Why is she there?" <laughs> I just absolutely no idea. Who I've is this old guy in the diner? I've I've got who's the old guy in the diner? I've also got in my note, "Who is Ben?" May says you look so much <laughs> like Ben, so I was like, "All right, okay, who the fuck is Ben?" I absolutely no idea. <laughs> Craig, I would love to experience this through your eyeballs. That would be amazing. That's just... Yeah. Okay, so I... Luke, knowing who all of these characters are, <laughs> unlike that caveman, how did you feel about the cast on Parade here? Uh, I, I was... I think I said this in the last episode. I, I was quite happy that it wasn't an origin story. I was also really pleased to see that we weren't going to have the the first villains or the the easy villains again you know rhino um scorpion and it was in between so you're introduced to dr octavius whilst he's good and i thought that was a quite a a cool curveball i didn't see where the story was going to go to begin with because it it focuses on this mr negativity guy and then later we'll Not go into Mr. Negativity. No, Mr. Negativity, Mr. Negativity is you. <laughs> <It's just> neg <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mr. Negativity would be a much better person to hang out with. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I liked it. How about you, Dev? There, there were quite a few that took me off guard. Like I, I was with you. I was like, are they? Is he gonna be Doctor Octopus in this game, or is they gonna keep him as? Octavius the whole game it genuinely came as a surprise when I'm like oh they're gonna do it this is great and he is not with the really stupid haircut which is just amazing mm. um 
As for, like, the ancillary characters, like, the one we tried to avoid talking about so much last episode was Taskmaster. I was surprised as hell that he showed up. Kind of a little sad that Black Cat wasn't here, but again, they kind of redeemed themselves with Tombstone. Like, he came out of nowhere. And I'd kind of argue that's kind of a weird section of the story where it just kind of takes his left hook for a minute so we can have Tombstone. But Black um, Cat's coming as DLC. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's the first DLC, I think. Ah, that's great! That's great. I, I'm kind of hoping that the DLC has new enemies in it. Like, I'd love to fight the Lizard or Mysterio or Kraven the Hunter. You know, I think Spider-Man's got almost as good a rogues gallery as Batman does. Oh, yeah. And yeah, so I was ex- excited every time I saw a new character. It, it was definitely cool to see Spider-Man. You know, you can see they've got it set up for sequels already or DLC. <laughs> You're thinking, oh, wait, has he discovered a lizard yet? Does he know who the lizard is? And um, that that was kind of cool to second guess. You know, how is Spider-Man going to interact with these characters if he does come across them? Uh, yeah, and the, the one, if you get all the backpacks, one of the backpacks is the, I forget his name, it's Connors, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, lizard's blood, and he's like, oh, good thing I cured the lizard. Uh, too bad it didn't last long. And I was like, oh, are they going to add them? Yeah. Yeah, I think they've done a very good job of setting up a whole world that they can just patch things onto. But can we talk a moment about my favorite character in the entire game? Can I guess who it's going to be? All right, go ahead, Craig. Uh, Well, my favorite character other than Spider-Man was that um, the woman that owns the mercenary army. Oh, Sable? Uh, Oh, hang on a minute. What? That was the worst character in the game. Nah. What? No. Nah. Oh, really? I I hate that whole like nobody else in the game seems to be able to punch Spider Man. She, she had Final Fantasy here. That was enough for me. <laughs> the, we're we're going <laughs> to come back to this Final Fantasy this, thing. <laughs> this, the entire cast and the entire world look like normal human beings, and then she came on along, and I was like, "Holy crap! It's Final Fantasy. It's great. She's <laughs> silver hair." Um. No, I'll do, I, th- I think Sable was a good character, especially, you know, mm-hmm. since it's it's Sable. Yeah. I'm okay with her beating Spider-Man once or twice because, you know, she's the Mer- the PMC or whatever they're called. So I'm okay with that. It's like, yeah, every once in a while, like, Agent S.H.I.E.L.D. can, you know, punch Captain America. It's just, you know. But, uh, no, you guys, the best character in the entire game is J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, good shout. I love that guy. And it. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> the guy on the podcast that was spouting oh, the, radio, the real truth. The shouty guy. Yeah. yeah. You hipsters with your men buns <laughs> serving me coffee. That guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I made guy. a note about that. I didn't know what his name was. I was going to bring it up going, what the hell was he all about? <laughs> okay, so in, in Spider Man, he is the editor of a newspaper that's constantly slamming Spider Man as a menace. He's a menace. Uh, and then he says, yeah. you're fired a whole bunch. And um, I like that they actually updated him because nobody cares about newspapers anymore. So the fact mm-hmm. that this nut job would have a talk radio show, absolutely brilliant. He's been fired from the Bugle. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, he, he had to withdraw. If the, there's, there, there's one thing I'll say is... It was very annoying getting a podcast to appear just before you went into combat because that seemed to oh, then skip yeah. the podcast. So there was a few I missed. 
Um, but in one of them, he definitely says that he had to stand down because of his bad press against Spider-Man. I, I mean, and to be fair, there there is a place you can go and re-listen to any of them. But oh, I didn't find uh, that. Okay. Cu- yeah, it's down with your collectibles. That's a couple steps too far, and you don't really want to go in, click it, and then swing, and oops, you're in a fight again. So you'd have yeah. to just stand there. But uh, yeah, I, I like look forward to every time he popped up. I was like, all right, this is going to be good. <laughs> how do we want to tackle the story guys there's three acts shall we do it act by act maybe let's do it I can't remember what happened in each act <laughs> <laughs> let's see let's see act one okay so we're gonna kind of chunk up the story just because it's easier to talk about it that way in act one generally that's where you meet all the characters you meet like uh, Yuri Watanabe the police captain and then you meet Fisk for a very brief moment before you punch his face in. And I would say there's nothing really that spectacular other than, okay, what's the insomniac twist on these characters? Um, well, I mean, you start off with Fisk warning you that if you take him down, that he's, he's keeping the city at a relatively low crime rate. He's keeping all the other gangs in order, which Spider-Man kind of thinks I can handle that, but he quickly finds out that that's maybe not the best of ideas. <laughs> it's also where you meet uh, Martin Lee, which if you're listening to this, you probably know who he is. So I'm going to ask just right away. Did you get it right away? I, I got it. I got it before he turned into a baddie because I text Luke and I was like, what I must have said, this Lee guy is well dodge. That was pretty well, much all I said. Now see, I knew he was Mr. Negativity from the comics. No, jeez, I'm calling him Mr. Negativity. Oh, geez, <laughs> Mr. Negativity, Luke. Um, I knew he was Mr. Negative from the comics, but like they did with Octavius, it was like, oh, they've actually made him a character beforehand and a pretty good one. Like I honestly liked—I forget his first name, but we'll just call him Lee. Like I didn't think German. he was that dodge. No, 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 he was totally dodge. He he started acting shifty, and then when you took him the mask, and he was looking at it, and he was like, you know, tell tell MJ to back down. At that, as soon as he did that, I was like, he's he's the baddie. Did you guys because not watch no one the else. trailers? Sorry, no, no. I saw the first trailer, and then I was like, nope, gonna buy it, leave it alone, and I didn't watch anything after that. That was spoiled in one of the, the E3 conferences, I think, that he was the bad guy. So as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, there he is. It didn't even occur to me that that uh, hadn't been spoiled for people. Okay. No, no, I mean, like, I mean, I mean, I think pretty much everybody knew he was the bad guy. I was just surprised <clears throat> at how much of a character they made him beforehand, kind of like they did with Octopus. I think out of all of, like, him and Octopus both had, Octopus Man both had really good story arcs in terms of you saw a good in them go bad quite, you know, badly. And even the note that Martin, Martin Lee left for yeah, me there you saying that what I've done here at Feast, I really meant it and this is the good in me. And then it's obviously flips to his bad, his negative side. I thought it was really interesting. Like proper, proper, intre- I obviously had no idea any of them were established characters or anything like that. But, you know. <laughs> for the good. last 70 years. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no i i absolutely agree on the on the opposite end 
I kind of like how they didn't take any time to set up for the main baddies. And I don't mean like uh, Otto or, or Lee. I meant like oh, you didn't need a backstory on. Yeah. yeah, you didn't need a backstory on Electro or Vulture or any of those because you knew who they were. I could have been doing with a dossier. They do have them. The dossiers are in there. Are they? Oops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're in the menu. You can get, like, um, you know, if you scroll down to Mr. Negativity, it'll say uh, Alias Negative, Martin Lee. Mr. Negative. Then, yeah, Mr. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, there are dossiers available for every character, including, like, Aunt May or MJ or Miles. Uh, let's talk about that for a second. Mm-hmm. Because I knew, and I'm sure, you know, same with Luke, you know, Miles Morales becomes Spider Man, right? Mm-hmm. What? I. <laughs> and there's Craig, who didn't know. Yes, ah. Miles Morales is a Spider Man in a line of the comics. See, I thought, see, towards the end when he gets bitten, when he got bit, I thought they were going to do some sort of Peter's moved on and he's going to go and settle down with MJ and Miles is going to become the new Spider-Man. I thought that's where it was going. It obviously didn't get that far, but I had, again, You did no see the end that... credit scene, right? Yeah, where he jumps onto the ceiling. Okay, all right, yeah. So, okay, I'm really hazy about this, but in the comics, I believe Peter Parker is dead when Miles Morales takes over. I... I think there's different versions of how it happened. I've only read like Wikipedia pages because I've never actually okay. read any of the Miles stuff. But there's there's a new book. I oh, sorry, there's a new film coming out, an animated one that looks to be like he's like an alternative universe or something. So, um, okay, yeah, it's different ways it's been told. I think I, I guess like Batman. Batman's had like multiple different yeah. versions of how he became Batman and stuff. Yeah. But I like um, since I knew that going in, I thought they did a very good job with the fake out when Negative Man, Mister Negative, whatever, um, blows up the rally for Osborne, yeah. and I thought, oh, they're gonna kill Parker. You're gonna play as Morales now. That's what I thought as well. I I actually thought the transfer of powers was gonna happen from like a blood transfusion or something because both yeah Miles, I thought that too. Miles and Peter Parker are down next to each other, but um. I, I really like the introduction of Miles's father first. Like, there's a mission, I think it's midway through the game, where um, a police officer's discovered one of Fisk's weapon caches, and Spider-Man goes and helps him, and the, the, the two of them work together, and um, the, later on, Spider-Man kind of gives the credit to Miles Morales's father, who gets a, a, big, uh, a big ceremony in front of the whole of New York from Mayor Osborne, and uh, Mr. Negative attacks that rally, but I, I quite like that, like, passing on traditions. It reminded me of the Uncle Ben kind of storyline from Spider-Man, where you've got uh-huh. the the overarching parent who's trying to show his kid how to do things on a good level, and it's about respect and that sort of thing. Yeah, I thought, I uh, I really liked the way they handled uh, the whole Morales arc here. Yeah. What I didn't like, and... We're in a slight disagreement to this is I didn't like MJ here. I thought she was terrible. So I don't have a lot of exposure to her. Um, She didn't feel right for me, but I couldn't figure out what it was. She kind of felt a bit more like Lois Lane. Like get herself into trouble and Spider-Man will come and save her. You know, like Lois Lane will do the same as Superman. Yeah, but then resent Spider-Man for saving her. (laughs) Yeah. 
my problem is this, all right? And uh, this is very hard to put into words without sounding like a redneck ignoramus. In uh, <laughs> at least the comics that I've read <laughs> and even some of the movies, I liked the Mary Jane as the, let's say, the significant other. She's, like, pretty high on the list of, like, superhero significant others for me. I really liked her go get him, tiger supportive. I understand you have to get out of here. In this, she's just kicking you in the balls left and right. It's like, lady, I'm Spider-Man. Yeah, there's a bit more to it, though. There's been eight years, and she's. it seems like she's beyond that now. You know, she wants to be have her own career or it's not it's not a teenager love anymore is it it's it's more of an adult like they're ready for that next step yeah but well okay what it really boils like in fiction in tv shows and movies and books it always bugs the crap out of me let us say you have a man and a woman and they love each other so much and the woman is a doctor and then the man gets all pissy because she's gone all the time. It's like, dude, you knew she was a doctor. Yeah. I, the, yeah, I can see see parts of it. I do like the whole, the 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 part in the story where he, he comes around to the idea that she's a great asset and she isn't just someone who's going to sit back and Google things for him on the fly when he needs it. Like, they maybe took that too far. There are some things, I think, uh, yeah, there is no way that a reporter would be going in and sneaking around loads of different armed guards and stealing bits of... Yeah, I, yeah, I think Spidey has a good point on a few of those. Like, what are <laughs> yeah. you doing, man? Yeah, but I didn't I didn't hate her. <laughs> Craig, what, what about you? I hated her. <laughs> not, not because of the story side of things. I, I couldn't give two hoots I thought she was being a bit of a tube um, to start with you know on Dave's side of things but you do see towards the end that Spider-Man turns around and he makes his wee team and he starts you know treating her and Miles that rooftop scene where Miles has brought bottles of water out and it's like right right you do this you do this I'll do this let's go team so that that was whatever I hated her because of those forced stealth missions crawling around baddies because not only were they forced stealth missions but they were forced incredibly scripted you can only do this one way by knocking a box over so the guard goes over there and you walk oh my god I hated them I hated (laughs) them so much and now uh, Miles had the same kind of thing and I just he was sneaking back to in fact, he started working in Feast. That's the bit that bugged me. There was a queue to go through a security gate, and rather than queuing like a normal human being to go through a security gate, because <laughs> everyone loves a queue, he jumps a wall, and before you know it, there's armed drones that he has to hack and enemies that, that he has to kind of crawl around. Why, why, mate, did you not just stand in the queue? You would have probably been there by now. He's not so, British, I, Craig. He doesn't like a queue. We Americans, <laughs> we don't queue very well. well. Those two people and those two sections, those two section types, really proper put me in a foul mood when I was playing this. Cause, and it's it's not even the, the kind of stealth where you can fight your way out of it when you cock up. It's the kind of stealth that where they do this weird... Oh my god, don't shoot me as the coward in fear mission failed. Oh. Okay, well, I have a very, very small point, that's all. I am with Craig 100%. I think this is the worst part of the game, 
hands oh, down. Oh, they, you too. Every time I ran into them, it was like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah. Except for the rhino scene. I really liked the rhino scene. That was mm. fun. Mm. Yeah, the, the rhino one was, was one that kind of almost made sense. And it, was, it ended with Miles punching that mugger. And I liked that. It's not that I didn't like the characters. It was the, the mechanics of those scenes. They could have been cut scenes. I will say they're so scripted that you can break them a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Like you can, I I don't know how many times I'd push a toolbox over and the guy would go, huh? And come walking over. And if you make a straight sprint for where you have to go, the chances are you'll get there before his bar fills up. (laughs) So, so it was just like push sprint. And and I made it. I didn't really do the whole walk around the left side while he's coming around the right kind of thing because well that's really really boring <laughs> and annoying. So it was just boom, go for it, buddy. And many times did did Mary Jane get shot in the face? Many many times. But yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Luke, on the other hand, is weird. I right. <laughs> I I'm not a big fan of these sort of things normally i'm not a big fan of qtes i'm not a big fan of these scripted events however i think they did it well in this game they it broke up the being spider-man and gave you a bit of a break of it it introduced the characters or developed mary jane and miles miles especially um i've always wondered how miles would how there is a second spider-man and you know it's not just a case of someone getting the power there are there are abilities that are required underneath like you need that being courageous you need to have the the honesty or the you know being good naturally sort of thing um so i can understand the mild side of it maybe the hacking was a little bit too far but mechanically i thought it was fine i didn't struggle with them i think if they hadn't been scripted and i i did actually have to invest a lot of time in the stealth mechanics i would have got frustrated with it um because it was so easy to get past i don't think i failed like any of these sections more than once oh look at you mr fancy pants no they weren't hard though were they (laughs) no but they were so plotting and just Uh, come on come on come on they weren't long either though that one where she has to get to that thing with tombstone, it's 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 too long. Yeah, maybe I I was I did it on a fluke. Well, or something. no, I mean you you can have your opinion. That's fine. Um, and that statue bit can rot in hell. Okay, statue bit because where she has to manipulate the statue to find Fisk's back room. Oh, I quite like that because there was like My a problem photo was, with Clint. Yeah, but I didn't know you can manipulate the mouth because I would mouse over the mouth. And nothing would light up. You have to hit very specifically on the chin. And right. it was driving me bonkers. I'm like, just open your mouth. Yeah. On that note, actually, a slight, f- not flaw, but a slight irritation would be that certain things like that you couldn't do until you clicked and all and interacted with all the other clues. You know, like if you could instantly yeah. see, oh, I need to do this. But you yeah. couldn't do it because you needed to interact with the other objects. I, in Dr. Octopus's second lab, you know, where he's hiding in the top of a building. Oh, yeah. Where he really re- releases that stuff. And you have to look at everything to get this 
I can't remember what. Oh, the, the schematics, does. like the yeah, you have to look at his plan. Yeah, exactly. I looked at the plan, thought, all right then, and and I spent ages running about. And Emily was like, "Daddy, why don't you just leave?" So I went back to where I came in, and I couldn't <laughs> get out the roof. And I was like, "Oh my god!" If you hit the de- the detective mode option, um, it will oh, yeah, highlight I, everything I, for you, so you could just quickly run around the room and pick up all ah, the bits. Yeah, I know they they glow but the thing oh, is oh so like the glowing thing that necessary. shows you where to go was too difficult for you to find so you to like be fair, it you in the caveman's nope. defense alright mm-hmm. when you go to Lee's uh, special back room right yes and you check out the sword and you check out what's on the wall you check out all this stuff you pick up the folder and you look at it and old Spidey says something and then I hit circle to put it down because, oh, okay, I interacted with it. You actually have to take the folder, whereas you're, like, never taking anything. Yeah. So if you're not paying attention to the button prompts that are in the bottom left, you don't notice you have to take it, and then nothing happens until you take it. In a in an admittedly incredibly cool scene, when the floor gets electrified. Oh, I yeah, really yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> well, that, that scene doesn't make sense almost, so it's like... Oh, I'm a really nice person. I'm really sorry, you know. But, like, think of me on how I used to be. By the way, you've just been electrocuted and killed. (laughs) Well, you have approximately 0.2 seconds to think of me the way I used to be. Yeah. (laughs) Just just for uh, dumb, nerdy clarity's sake here, Parker in this is the web cartridge version, right? Yes, and thank God they didn't do the web cartridge thing of having to swap them out. (laughs) well they did sort of with the whole rechargeable thing yeah which i think is a great way to do it but okay yeah i I meant to pay attention to does he ever use his web when he's in civilian clothes and i forgot to pay attention to it no he he definitely has the he presses the two buttons on his palm with his two fingers but i i this was like the one thing that put me off the cartoon when i was younger is every single episode he'd be a way to like win and then he'd run out of webbing and it, that would be the, oh, God, I've got to come back, or he's got to figure that conundrum out until he could beat the bad guy and stuff. Um, what? what Why doesn't he just have web in his arms? You know, because like, he's Spider-Man. Um, well, because spiders don't make webs in their arms. Is that the they butt? They make them got... in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... Yeah, there's there's two different versions of Spider-Man. There's the what they call the organic one, and that's where he does have the makes the actual web. And then there's the... I think the better one where it shows how smart he is to come up with something like that. Cause yeah. like Peter Parker's supposed to be a genius and that makes sense. So yeah, there's two different versions of Spider-Man. Okay. So Sorry. breaking the whole concept of Spider-Man in one of the films, he explains that the webbing disappears after a couple hours. However, in this version, yeah, in this version of Spider-Man, he's webbed up backpacks from like eight years ago and they're still stuck to the walls. So is New York just covered in long, like gooey, Spider- snotty bits? Yes, of- <laughs> it, 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 it is terrible. <laughs> well, you'll notice in issue 192 of Spider-Man that uh, he has biodegradable version and non-biodegradable. Ah, uh, okay. I'm actually curious now to what 192 is of Spider-Man. It's probably <laughs> something that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> Uh, okay, so continuing on with the story, guys. This might um, have one of my favorite scenes of this entire year. Like, oh, can I can I can I guess what it is? What the mammoth cake slices at Aunt May's party? Oh my gosh, that's it. 
Got it. Captain Insulin comes in and stops them all from eating it. It's great. Uh, no, um, uh, that scene where the six bust out and just beat the ever-loving crap out of Spider-Man. Absolutely loved that scene. I totally didn't see it coming either. I did not think no. Dr. Octavius was going to be the bad guy in this game. No, I thought they were going to save him for DLC. Yeah, I I got halfway through Act 2, and then I wrote, I made sure I wrote, where where is it? Yeah, Octavius going to be bad guy, Lee will be caught, um, last boss will be Octavius. Look at but you! I, I got it for a different reason. I thought Dr. Octavius was going to go after that GX27 or whatever the hell it was because he thought he could make it fix his shaky arms. You know, like I thought he was going at it from that angle. I didn't know he was going at it from the I hate this guy angle. I thought he was going to try and nick the stuff off of Oh, okay, else. yeah. You know what I mean? And then use it to fix himself. By the way, Luke, were you expecting Goblin at any point? Yes, um, I was, I was expect. I actually thought this was going to be post-Goblin, and I was hoping that you'd see, like, a little inclination or, or Spider-Man say something of, like, oh, God, is he, is, is Osborn misbehaving again? Do I need to sort him out? But I quite like the way they did the whole, um, oh, what's the, what's his friend, the son called again? Is it Harry Osborn? Harry? Yeah, yeah. Harry. Um, I quite like the way they handled that. Um, you know, he's away in Europe thing that we can we can touch later on if you like. Um, how about you? Did did you think he was going to be in it? I I was I was waiting for it. That one scene where Osborne and Sable go into his lab. I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. Here's where we're gonna get Goblin. Yeah. And uh, no, although very cool with the whole Mary Jane thing and the spider. That was a very nice setup. That was I. Good like that until the actual bite itself it seemed a bit too forced like i like the whole spider coming back with her but um yeah it, it didn't the bite itself could have been done a bit better well i, I like the fact that it was so innocuous it was just oh shit spider bit me not whole you know not seeing the oh, spider yeah. beforehand because if you saw that spider you'd be like yeah jeez yeah yeah I've got i'm surprised the goblin then. oh god Apart from Goblin, I've got no idea who you're talking about. Um, Green Goblin. Why? Yeah. Why <laughs> was the sun in a fishbowl at the end with lots of wobbly stuff like seaweed? It, okay, can we... Uh, really quick. Is he going to be Venom? No. Okay, because I don't know any other Spider-Man villain he could be. Because he becomes he... Hobgoblin, right? Yeah. Yeah. That ain't Hobgoblin seaweedy goo. The only person I can think of was Venom. Oh, maybe they will twist that. But I, Craig, going back to your point, it, it kind of explains what's going on there. Um, the the mum died of a really horrible disease, a genetic one, which has been passed on to Harry the son. And Harry's instead of going to Europe like he's told all his friends, has actually gone for treating treatment with the the um what's it called the devil devil's breath devil's breath, which can cure just about every disease once it's working but where he's been all along has been in that tank well uh, i don't know if he's like frozen at the moment until they get i got suspended animation out of it yeah i i really like the whole storyline of i guess i'll touch on it now of um 
this is a bigger conspiracy against Osborne as such. You know, it's not, it's something in the past that he's done to try and save his kid that's affected all of these people, including Octavius and uh, Mr. Negative. I, I like the, I like the whole twist at the end towards it. Did you, I didn't see that coming. I didn't think it was going to go that far back. Oh, no, see, I kind of had the opposite reaction. It's like, oh, he caused everything. Oh. I I kind of, I, like, I liked the whole Octavius Osborne thing. Because that makes sense. That's cool. I did, when it was him that actually created Mr. Negative, I'm like, ah, eh. I don't really like that as much as if this was just another person with a different backstory as opposed to everything ties into Osborne. Yeah. It's just uh, two different flavors. It it was weird there wasn't more on the, the whole Octavius and Mr. Negative um, like relationship because you would have thought that had, had they been conspiring for so long against Osborne to get where they're at, that you would have had that scene at the end kind of show that they... Oh, wait. Osborne and... I, or, sorry, Octavius and Mr. Negative weren't conspiring until Octavius got the arms. Ah, so this wasn't right. Okay, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, I thought you were going down a different route that I thought, which was towards the end, I thought Osborne was going to say, are you going to tell him how you were part of this? You know, like between Octavius and Lee, because I didn't get that at all. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Um, like, yeah. I, th- I, I thought Lee didn't know that Octavius was part of the experiments. I thought on one of the, like when you went to his hideout and you saw all the different uh, like mini recorders, like I used to record this show. It's great. <laughs> when you I thought he mentioned it on the mini recorder meant for uh, Lee of like I'm sorry for what we did but hopefully we can make it right I didn't want to do it Osborne did kind of thing I, I really like that scene where you went into that room and like Octavius has looked at every single person's like strengths and weaknesses and promised them something that they really need to get him get them on his side to be, yeah, to be honest, I've never really liked Dr. Octopus until this game. I always thought he was kind of dumb. But this game really made me do a 180 on him. I actually really like that character. To the point where, all right, major, major spoilers. Can't tell you enough. The scene with him at the end where Spider-Man just leaves him busted and broken hit me more than the Aunt May scene. Okay. Like, I felt way more sorry for, like, if I was Spider-Man at that point, I'd probably be like, eh, I'll give you a second chance. I can always beat you up again. But it seems like, um, Luke, you you, um, hit way harder on the Aunt May scene. Yeah, because I think this is because I've seen the origin story so often. And, you know, Spider-Man Peter Parker relies so much on Aunt May you know, it is the last part of his family alive. And he has been brought up to be this honest guy who always thinks of other people first. And, you know, um, he's given this horrible situation where he's finally got the cure that will save his aunt. But if he uses it on his aunt, then everybody else in the city that's infected will die and the, the disease will continue. And he then has to pick, will he save his aunt or will he save the rest of the city? Will he be Peter Parker and save his save his aunt? Or will he be Spider-Man and save the city? 
And like that really got to me. I was like, holy shit, that is that was a good bit of storytelling in my my opinion. I would have went for my aunt. I don't know half the people who live in New York City. And thus why you're not Spider-Man. <laughs> my last big kind of note that I made is along the same sort of theme, and I think they missed a trick ever so slightly, because there's a point in the game where the feast center is calling out for help They're like oh my god we're under attack aunt may help uh, it's miles that's doing the phone and he's like wherever they are but you're also tasked with two other bases that you need to i can't remember who they were controlled by but yeah basically you have to you've got two things that you need to deal with you need to deal with the feast thing you need to deal with the other thing and peter part spider-man just keeps on saying right as soon as i deal with these things i'll get over to the feast center i thought that was the perfect opportunity to go what one do you deal with do you go and save aunt may and miles and everything and mj that are in the feast center or do you go and deal with these military enemies here and there was none of that it was just okay i'll deal with the military guys and then i better leg it to the feast center and it felt a wee bit disjointed oh so you would have liked this a player's choice yeah you know Uh, i'm trying i'm trying to think of um what do you call it mankind divided exactly yes when you've got that exact choice I need to do that or I need to do that and whatever you do that a, a bad thing happens to the other side it was perfectly set up for that and they just they put it into now, sequence I'm kind of glad they didn't do that yeah me too because to be fair when you're doing that in something like Mankind Divided he's not Spider-Man like it would no, frustrate not. me <laughs> sadly <laughs> he's not um, it would frustrate me that well, you're Spider-Man. Why can't you do both? It's not that hard. Go get it done. Like, I mean, a player choice would have been, I think, effective, but also kind of denied the power the character has. Okay, well, even a player choice that didn't result in a poor ending, just a, I've got three points in the map I need to get to. Yeah, I, I guess I was... I'm also looking at it as knowing developers, they'll damn you for whatever one you don't choose. Yeah. I I was absolutely gagging to go and save Aunt May at that point because I was like, the police are already dealing with this incident as well. So what's her face, Watanabe, and her troops are already out there dealing with that. They can probably fend for themselves a wee bit better than the feast centre employees. It's prioritisation. I I loved the way they they made the the city feel really like under attack, under siege, and like it's very frantic. You're you're quickly diving from one area to the next and as you're going from these places you're being attacked i love the feeling that they 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 put on i'm gonna bring up something you hate luke but uh yeah. craig will remember this so craig in final fantasy 15 <laughs> yes do you, do you remember where it was like after chapter one this isn't fun anymore yeah i got that exact same feeling they did a great job of okay, it's no longer fun to just swing through the city. This is, you know, kind of affecting you on even the player level. Mm-hmm. Because if I get shot by one more of those snipers when I'm just trying to swing, uh, I'm going to murder somebody. At that point, I ended up quick traveling everywhere. That was when I, I was quick traveling. How cool is the quick travel animations? Chaos. That oh, That is amazing. Cool. Him talking with the Spider-Man impersonator is pretty good. Uh, I really yeah. like that. So, 
that brings me to a very specific point I want to talk about. And this will kind of lead to final thoughts. But something that struck me and uh, Kelsey was watching a good chunk of this game because she really likes Spider-Man too. Because we're not cavemen. <laughs> His personality makes you adhere to him way faster and more than most other superhero games I've played. I hate them. Like, you what? I hate them. Wait, so hang on. Mr. Dad Jokes hates a guy that makes <laughs> continuous jokes. <laughs> like, like, no, I didn't. I didn't hate him. I didn't hate him <laughs> the energy of Spider-Man and just the stupid quips and the spider cops and all that stuff gives this a much more light-hearted feel than, say, something like Arkham. Even though it's just as serious subject matter, I guess. Yeah, it still feels more personable. And I didn't. Yeah. I was going to ask if the personality of Spider-Man actually annoyed you guys. Um, I didn't expect it. I didn't. I genuinely didn't expect it at all because I thought I didn't think it was going to be as light-hearted. I my my note, my final thought note starts off with light-hearted superhero romp because that's what it feels <laughs> like. It's a light-hearted superhero romp, and I didn't expect it. I th- expected something much more serious, and it wasn't until later in the game I started gelling with it. When you're in the prison, um when you're in the prison and you're fighting people when you start to fight the the big baddies or the super enemies super villains oh yeah because they're not superheroes whatever they are um and he's punching someone and he's like wait hang on a second i just need to go and deal with this guy and he darts off to fit i i was at that point i started thinking all right okay i'm i'm getting into this now before the spider cop thing was pretty funny but it was continuous because I was just playing the story constantly, I, there was no respite from this wit and punnage. So <laughs> it, it took a, it took a while to grow on me. Well, I just to be to be fair, too, I that was kind of my acid test for does this feel like Spider Man? Spider Man never shuts up, yeah. never. Yeah. And the fact that he's constantly saying something. That was my acid test. Okay, yeah, this feels like Spider-Man. Because I was worried this was going to be a dark, gritty Spider-Man. I'm like, uh, no, yeah. no. Yeah, I, I liked I liked it a lot. There, there's one bit that's just standing out listening to you guys talk is Spider-Man gets evicted from his apartment and uh, a load of his stuff gets chucked out and then he has to phone the garbage company. And he, he you oh know, yeah, he, he's he's a complete New Yorker. He doesn't take himself seriously. Yeah, he wears a mask, but it's to it's to keep his loved ones safe. It's not to keep himself safe. And he's never thought himself above. You know, he's not a Batman where he's he's putting on a fake voice and stuff. Um, that 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 whole scene where he's discussing like the best pizza joints in the area with the the garbage uh, man and stuff is great. Oh yeah. He's like Westside Joe's. No, Phil's. No, no, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's somewhere else. Like, yeah, no, original yeah. Phil's. Yeah. Original. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm glad the personality hit with you guys because that that's um, always what's kind of endeared Spider-Man to me. In case you know, it did you bug me that his would... life, his life's work was on one pen drive. I mean, yeah, that's, that's just... a little weird for a guy yeah. as techy as he is. It's like here's a genius. Here's a thumb drive from 2005. Uh huh. One of the things that I loved about this game the most is when you swing, 
the music, like this very grand hero music kicks off and as soon as you stop it stops. I love that. <laughs> did, did you guys like it? I to be honest, I never noticed it. Yeah, next yeah, time you play it, as soon as you as soon as you start swinging, you'll start hearing this like really like grand orchestrated uh, like hero music. It's amazing. For me, it, it transitioned okay because I would be swinging on top of somebody and go, "Oh, there's a bad guy," and then do the X and square thing where you just slam right down. <laughs> and so yeah. it, would, it would be like grand music, boom, combat boom. music. And the last thing I wanted to say is, um, when I was first exploring the city, I, I like to have a kind of wander around and like see how the 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 I don't know what you'd call them, like the background characters behave. Uh, and NPCs? it's not, yeah, it's not to the level of a um, to Grand Theft Auto Five where they've all got routines and you know they're they're you can follow a character for thirty minutes and they'll do different things, but. I was walking through the city and I was thinking, why is nobody interacting to, to me as Spider-Man? Here I am, you know, surely if I was, if I saw Spider-Man, I'd be up taking his photo or, you know, like, oh, look at that. And then I overheard one of the NPCs say, um, oh, look at this impersonator with his crap Spider-Man suit or something. So I did like a backflip and swung around and then they all spotted me and ran over and tried to take selfies with me. And I really love like that little bit of character they had in it. I think they did a good job with that. I didn't fraternized with the plebs very much <laughs> you were up in the sky i would i i you know, <coughs> as soon as i saw there was not a not a trophy let's say you got experience points for the varying levels of how close to the ground can you skim that that's what i was doing all game so it was like i never met a person <laughs> it was just swinging right by you oh well it's cool because when you're on the ground like some of them will come up and like high five you and stuff and like ask for a photo of you and stuff you can press triangle to interact with them it's cool oh you're right you're right you know what i'm a dirty rotten stinking liar i did do that <laughs> there is a trophy there's, there's for a trophy. It. yeah 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 and i have a platinum so i must have did it i'm sorry for lying oh, cool. i will be handing in my podcast license and badge <laughs> all right so final thoughts gentlemen because I think we've been mostly positive. Mm -hmm. Where do you sit for you? How does this sit for you? It's probably about the best Spider-Man game I've ever played. <laughs> <laughs> best Stan Lee cameo you've ever seen? It's the best Stan Lee cameo I've ever seen. Um, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll kick this off, seeing as I've probably got either the least amount to say or the most waffling to do. I don't know which way it's going to go yet. Um so, having never experienced a lot of Spider-Man before, I can probably po possibly say it's a really solid game. It's a really engaging story. You don't need to know the lore. Obviously, you need to know a wee bit about oh, who Stan Lee is, otherwise you start finding things a bit weird. But for the most part, newbies like me are going to like it for the story and the combat and the swinging and everything. Everything's solid about it. A few wee niggles, but mostly solid. And then for the likes of you guys, it's great because there's all this lore and there's enemies that you're like, oh, this guy, he was an 80-year-old Spider-Man enemy, enemy, you caveman. <laughs> you know, like it's it seems to have something for everyone, so I think it is really solid. I didn't engage with the side stuff a lot. I, I'm not going to either. It's just not... 
I don't need the backpacks with all the collectibles and things. I, I traditionally, it's not a Spider-Man thing. I traditionally wouldn't do that for this type of game, but um, I thoroughly recommend it. It's not very often that I pick up a game day one, um, maybe once or twice a year, and I'm so glad I picked this game up. It's one of the best games I've played this year. Uh, I have really, really enjoyed my time with it, and there are a few things that I think they could have done better, but for their first transition into to this type of game, I think they've absolutely nailed it. I think they've set the bar for storytelling um maybe not on a first party level but for the the comic book games that have come out you know i, I think this is a better story than the, than the arkham games if you were to compare it with them um i want to go back and play arkham knight now again to see where it sits in comparison um which is clearly a good sign and it's not very long it's long enough to keep you interested it's it doesn't have a lot of bloat which i think is ideal and needed from an open world game um and yeah i really hope you enjoy it as much as i have um i'll definitely be buying the dlc when it comes out i'll maybe oh yeah hands down yeah i might wait until it comes out in a bundle but um we'll see but for me this is one of the best exclusives on the playstation 4 and uh slight correction luke remember this is you know the people that made that thing on xbox called sunset overdrive i've totally forgot about that yeah oh (laughs) (laughs) everybody does with good reason generally i never played it uh it's a thing (laughs) full of gamey stuff all right so i guess starting on the story i didn't expect it to be that good like like luke said i think this does smash Arkham pretty much clear out of the water. The whole story revolving around somebody who has a degenerative disease and no matter what they do, they just can't stop it from hitting actually hit me kind of hard. And I think that's a great story. As for the gameplay, I'm sure you've heard. I think this is better than Arkham. I think this is better than Sleeping Dogs. I think... The open world genre is finally starting to learn. And they're learning about how big should you make a world? How many side quests should you really have? How much story to exploration should we have? And I think this is kind of a new bar. Granted, I haven't played things like Far Cry 5 yet. But this is definitely a new bar for me personally. On a side note, it also makes me a little sad. Because for me, this was a 50-50 shot. If this came out and it was terrible, chances are they would go back and make another Ratchet and Clank game. <laughs> now that it's really good, I don't know if they're going to make another Ratchet and Clank game. Uh, so part of me's happy, part of me's sad. But uh, I think, I don't know where this sits on my like favorite of the year because this year has been just a monster. Hunter. Year. Yes. <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. So I'm not quite sure where it sits, but I can say this is hands down the best superhero game you'll ever play. Even like non-licensed superhero games, like your Infamous or your Sunset Overdrive or things like that. It's way better than anything there, and I'm very much looking forward to the DLC. See, I I wasn't thinking on the the comparison front. It's interesting to, when you start comparing it because I have been racking my brains with it over the past couple of days. And 
every time I've picked it up and played it, I've kind of, and this isn't a disc because it is a good game, I've kind of thought, I preferred, Ar- I preferred Batman to Spider-Man, I preferred Arkham, I preferred Sleeping Dogs Combat, I preferred this and another... I I don't think it's up there in terms of games of... Maybe maybe this year it's quite difficult because it's up against a lot, but it's not... I don't have the Spider-Man in me, so I'm not rating it too highly in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But it's still absolutely solid and a beaut to play. Oh, it, it's another it's another feather in the cap of play uh, Sony at this point. Mm-hmm. It's yet another exclusive that is very solid. Definitely. Not as good as Horizon, but it's it's up there. Speaking of, dear <laughs> listener. Oh, God. Dear listener, if you're one of those people who thinks Horizon Zero Dawn is better than Spider-Man, I will find you, and I will cut you. Because you're wrong. And you I, should stop saying they're very bad things like that. I, I agree with you, Dave, that Spider-Man is better than Horizon, but I don't think we should be cutting people. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, anything I, is going I, to get cut, it is going to be you. <laughs> <laughs> I would go as far as to say Horizon is the worst exclusive. Uh, no, no. Oh, Knack nah. is a thing, isn't it? Ah, jeez. <laughs> I haven't played it yet. Uh, uh, it's Baby's first God of War, and it is not very good. It's passable. That's about it. So, yeah, okay, it's not the worst exclusive. Last Guardian? Is that exclusive? I thought that was timed exclusive. We should do a show where we discuss the best exclusives on the PlayStation 4. And we have been the best. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we'll do we'll do that show and we'll actually do research on it when the PlayStation 4 comes to a close. Put it that way. Cool. Our next big episode, if you would like to send in some contact form. What, what's a good word? Get in if touch. Like to s- if you would like to get in touch. Yeah, if you would that. like to um, uh, submit anything for <laughs> our next big game. Our next big game is going to be Armored Core Verdict Day. Right? I think? Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay, yes. Our next big game is Armored Core Verdict Day. And just a little bit behind the curtain, it's going to be a divisive one. <laughs> so you can get in contact on our website where you can hit the contact forms on Twitter, on Gmail, at the Bit Effect, what you know, stuff. We're on things. Instagram, too. Woo! Yeah, woo. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) so thank you very much for listening, and gentlemen, say say good night. Jeez, we've been doing this for like two years, guys. So for Luke and Craig, who obviously can't hit their marks when they're supposed to, holy shit, it has been two years. (laughs) (laughs) It has. Uh, It's been an absolute pleasure, guys. Thank you very much. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Good night.